What's up? Welcome back. I'm your host, Taylor Waithoffer. Welcome to another edition of Disruption Nation. Today, we have Michael Rager. Thank you so much, sir, yeah, buddy. for How being you doing on today? the show. Of yeah, course. Very, very excited. Probably got the coolest business name of anybody that I've had on the show so far. Teach your business to fish. Been fishing a long time. You have yeah. too, obviously. And so we're going to talk a little bit about how he does that and, uh, and just teaching your business how to grow, build wealth, prosper, you know, and then, and then the fishing spin is, uh, it's fantastic. And I'm, I'm real excited to shed some light on that. So uh, Disruption Nation, by the way, it's a, it's a show where we, uh, we showcase people that are disrupting their space in a positive way. And we generally pull from, uh, from you know, the Houston community mm -hmm. and that's what we're doing. And that, that's, that's kind of where, uh, where we are and where we serve. We're Uptown Galleria, Houston Oil Producers, Disruption Nation Studios at M5250. And yeah, so with that being said, from Detroit originally, yep. Mr. Michael. Okay, um, 19 years in uh, in Houston though. Yeah, right? yeah. 2001 moved here. Yep. Okay, 2001. So. Got it. Before or after 9/11? Um, right, right after. I was actually in Cincinnati in 9/11. Still, so I moved out. Yeah, I remember exactly where I was sitting when it happened. Yeah, where, was, where, where were you? I was in a discount tire. I watched the second plane fly into the building at a discount tire, just like. Yeah. This is nuts. So, yeah, I, I know. I, I, I mean, we just were, we're sitting here two days after. I mean, yeah, I did a, a video on, on exactly where I was a few days ago. I mean, I remember like it was yesterday. I was actually, I think everybody does. I, mean, I was actually supposed to fly on stuff. the 13th. I was supposed to fly on the 13th and, uh, I think it was another week before we were able to get airplanes almost again. So yeah, I yeah, remember I, it. I didn't remember how long it was. So it was about a week. About, yeah, right yeah. about a week. Crazy. It was nuts. All right. So, uh, teach your business to fish seven years, had the business. Right. And, yep. uh, what, and then here, what, what else? Eight year old son that yep. uh, we were talking about right before we actually got rolling on, uh, on the actual show. So, uh, and he's a big fisherman too, just like yep. I'm teaching my boys how yep. to do. So yep. we've got a lot of common ground in, you know, in within work and, and, and outside of work. And, uh, and then, and this is uh, another topic we'll hit. We got a hundred thousand dollar mistake. I don't know what the hell that <laughs> means, but he was telling me about the, uh, I mean, how do you screw up a hundred grand that just by accident? Whoops. Oops. Whoops. Yeah. Things happen. All right. So, um, teach your business how to fish. How did that come about? You're seven years doing it. And, um, and, and, and if I can preface, I'm, I'm preface just by saying this, cause I know, I know this much and I got to go, I was fortunate enough to, to go on a trip a couple mm -hmm. within the last two months. We went fishing with five. There's, I think six of us on six the boat. Had a blast, caught a bunch. We limited out on red snapper. I'd never caught one in my life. It was a ton of fun. And uh, I finally cleaned my freezer out and put it in my belly. It was delicious, <laughs> but thank you for putting that together. But anyways, teaches your business. I'm gonna let you get into it, man. So, tell, tell us about tell us about the business. Teach your business to fish. It, it came around as I worked for another coaching firm. Uh, after I exited the oil and gas industry, I wanted to do something different, and I actually hired a coach. Um, I had an opportunity to open a dive shop and fishing guiding service down in Belize. Um, not a bad, not a bad, place not a bad to, place. You know. And um, my wife was <laughs> like, uh, "No, that's not happening." Um, but we were seeing a coach and I was seeing it and the coach hey, came over to, Hey, I really like what you do. I weigh the way, like the way you think, why don't you come over and work with me? And I was in the oil and gas business and I was, um, distraught, you know, I was just sick of it. I, you know, working 80 hours a week, trying to get out, trying to do some things. So he offered me a chance to come in. I did. I, I worked with him for about 14, 15 months. I went on my own. Uh, during the time I, I thought up the teacher business to fish, I started telling people to follow their passion. And why didn't I follow mine? You know, my passion is offshore fishing. I love it. I grew up in Michigan, uh, did my master's work. I got a master's degree in fish biology. So you're doing a lot of deep sea fishing on, in the lake? Uh, yeah, I did. I fished on uh, Lake Michigan. So I did a lot of salmon fishing. So uh, during, my, during graduate school, uh, as a part-time gig to make money and actually to uh, collect data for my master's thesis, I worked on uh, two charter boats on Lake Michigan. And so that's where my passion, you know, big water, you know, I, I yeah. really started liking it when I was a kid. I was watching all those adventure shows and, you know, how, I saw Old Man deep, in the Sea. How, how deep is, like, where are you fishing in Lake Michigan? I've never been um, in Michigan. Lake Michigan, uh, you got to realize once you get offshore, it averages about 400 feet deep. It's, it's, it's deep. Yeah. Um, we'll fish for salmon and lake trout anywhere between 60 to 90 feet down and three to 400 feet of water. Occasionally, we'll, we'll, we'll hit lake trout down on the bottom in 120, 130. Wow. You know, so Lake Michigan uh, is... How big are lake trout? Uh, lake trout, biggest one I've caught, spent almost 30 pounds, so it was nice. That's biggest, fish, biggest salmon I caught on Lake Michigan was 34. Um, you know, small they're, they're not, and, uh, king salmon up there, the Chinooks, they call them kings, they run just like kingfish out here, man, they Gosh. hit, boom, they're gone. 
Yeah. Uh, it's funny, and it, it was great. And, uh, and so yeah, this is graduate school. That was graduate school. Okay. Got, got out, um, became a fish biologist. Uh, worked for uh, the Forest Service out in a, a town called Lakeview, Oregon. Um, Lakeview, Oregon's on the on the California Oregon Nevada border. All right. To give you an idea how desolate it is, it was 110 miles to McDonald's. What? All right. Remote. <laughs> it was remote, dude. It was in the middle of nowhere, and yeah. I was a fish biologist doing uh, stream surveys and dealing with ranchers and uh, telling them their cows were destroying streams and. This is yeah, crazy. It's very, very interesting. I thought I had a pretty significant amount of fish knowledge, and you're making me feel like, holy cow. Uh, yeah, I'm like down here compared to where you're at. All right, fair enough. So, so. so I got there, and we just started to bring it into our business. You know, it's, I look at it as, as, as things that happen naturally in the world, Right. they happen in business. And, 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 and things are systematic, and they happen because they happen. And, you know, one of, you know, I started blogging, you know, my, my, five, six years ago, people were like, hey, you got a blog, right? And I sit there and I said, what's, what's one of the interesting things? And I came up with um, one on opportunities. And I said, I sat there and I thought about it up in Bend, Oregon. I was sitting there on the shore and I was, I was there fishing. I started thinking about the opportunities and, and, and where things changed. And, you know, here there was, there was all these mayflies hatching out. You know, if you're a trout guy, you know what mayflies are. So there's these mayflies out there. Well, the opportunity is now these trout, bing, bing, bing. They're eating, they're gorging, they're getting fat. Yeah. But then you start looking on the tree and what do you see in the tree? The tree's an osprey and eagles. Okay, so now these, these mayflies come out. There's an opportunity for them. Boom. You know, there's something going on. The trout, boom, they're getting there. Now the osprey, these, these trout are now coming to the surface. They can see them. Osprey, boom, they're picking out, picking out trout left and right. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's getting fat in the deal. It's a vicious cycle. <laughs> it is a vicious cycle, but business is the same. Is We've got to look at our opportunities and, and where we're going and how do we capitalize them and how do we not get eaten. You know, and, and that's what it's all about. You know, I was told um, one of my buddies, uh, Rimmer Covington, he told me, you know, fish, he goes, Mike, they, they, they do two things. They feed and breed. You got to look at it and see what's going on. You got to look at I your mean, business. It's nuts, right? I mean, your you business? talk about dumbing it down to the, to, the, to the basics. I mean, it's just, that's it. That's, that's survival, you know? I mean, look at, that, all, look at all this, everything we worry about. Yeah. You know? And, okay. It's, it's, it's nuts. And you, and you feed and breed. Feed and breed. That's I've had two <laughs> things to worry about. You know, I feel like, man, what, what do I got to do today? One of the two. Two. And Eight. I might not even do both. I might just do like, you it's, know, it's, half my list. I'll it's, it's, not a good, it's a good day if we get to do both. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right? You no, know, it's... Uh, that's great. That's our, that's our better days. But that's the things we got to look at and see what happens. But it's, it's looking at getting business owners to realize, where am I? Am, am I in this, this, this situation right now where, where, where I'm eating to get my business fat? Or am I looking to expand it? You know? And, and, and that's where it well, goes. What's the difference between getting your business fat and expanding it? Sure. You know, when I'm feeding, I'm getting myself bigger. Okay? When I'm expanding my business, I need to grow out and get more opportunities. I was at a networking event last night. Met this great couple. They got this $5 million business right now. And they're looking. They go, Mike, we want to get to $100 million. And they said, the only way we can see we can get to $100 million is we got to open multiple offices. I go, that's great. But how well have you documented your systems and processes and how your one successful office works now so you can open multiple things? And they go, we haven't. And I said, you know what happens? You're going to go breed. You, know, you're gonna, you want to yeah. breed. You want to grow. And you're going to fail. And you're going to fail is because you don't know how you did it. You kind of do. It's all right here. But you can't be in five different places at once. Yeah. And you got to bring out general managers. You got to bring out these people. And you got to have systems and processes in place to grow. And everybody thinks it's, it's, it's marketing. Marketing, marketing, marketing makes my business grow. No, no, no. Marketing feeds your business. It starts making you fat. Right. The actual wealth and wealth creation happens when you breed. And when you start getting bigger and you duplicate yourself. And so that's where you got to kind of look at and what's going on with your company. So with the businesses and, and, and people that you, uh, that you coach, what's, um, I mean, is it a specific industry, you know, that you're, that you're helping? Do you have a, a, a like a, a niche? I, I really don't have a niche. Um, it's more of a size. I'm really, okay. really good um, with companies that are between, let's say, 500000 in revenue and about $10 million. Right. Um, usually, if they're doing about five hundred thousand to a million, they're still broke. That business owner is still pretty broke. He's going out because he's got overhead. He's starting to hire people. He's got this thing, you know. If, if, if it's a dude, his wife is like, "Hey, man, you're working like ninety hours a week. I never see you, and you're still broke. What's going on? You're making That's a million crazy. bucks." Say that again. So five hundred thousand to how much to a million? A million. They're generally still broke. Generally still broke. Yeah. Interesting. They 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 generally are. They because they 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 fed to the point that they started to get fat. But there's, there, there's so much waste going on. There's things going on they haven't really figured out. They're good at what they do. They're good at selling the widget. They're good at making the widget. They're good at doing this. 
but they have not yet started to look at their business as a CEO. And when their CEO is now, that's how I look at my business to breed. How do I get bigger and how do I, how do, I do multiple things? And that's where they take it off. You know, one of my, one of my good friends, he owns a plumbing company. And um, he said, the best thing I ever did, it was before I met him, he goes, I hired a coach. And I hired a coach and what he got me thinking was, I'm not a freaking plumber anymore. I'm the CEO of a, bit, of, of a plumbing company, of a plumbing empire. It sounds so simple. It's, <clears throat> I mean, it's a complicated deal. It's way complicated. It's a total mind shift. Yeah. You know, because when you're used to, you're thinking about turning wrenches. Turning wrenches is way different than how do I hire new people? What are my finances? What are my, what are my gross profit margins? Are we hitting them? Are, are we advertising right? Are we doing this? That's totally different things of whether poop's going to come back and, you know, to the toilet, you know? Right. It's totally different things, and that's what we got to get them thinking, and it's a totally different mindset. That's when they start getting rich. They start getting above that million to two million. That's when that wealth starts coming in. You know? how, many, uh, how many businesses have you worked with over the last seven years? 25 to 30, probably. You know, most of my clients stay with me a couple, you know, anywhere from six months to two to three years and come in and out and you know, going from there. Is, you know, interesting. So, you know, one of my, my first businesses, a bookkeeping firm, we took them. She was break-even. She's break-even, bookkeeper. And yeah. um, we took her in less than six months to where she was doing break-even to about 10,000 10, in profit a month. Sold the company to a CPA firm. CPA firm paid her six plus figures to stay on board for three years. She did that. She had another year of non-compete to wait to go out. She went back out and started another bookkeeping company again. Really? But what she was doing is she was thinking as a bookkeeper, not as an owner of a bookkeeping company. Right. She was wasting money on this. She thought she was being great, giving her, giving her you know, her people lattes and cruises and this and that. And it's like, you're not making any money. Yeah. You're not big enough to do that yet. It's nice. Treat them well, pay them well, pay them fairly, but let's grow it up and, uh, and, and, and make real money. Then go do that. Yeah, that makes sense. And by the way, tell people how they can look you up and get a hold of you real quick. Um, sure, you can, a uh, couple websites. Uh, one, if you want to learn a little bit more about um, kind of how I do things, it's tyb2f. Dot com. So Teach Your Business to Fish is an acronym. Or you can look me up at teachyourbusinesstofish.com. That's usually where I put my events, my fishing trips, my stuff like that. And then I got an e-learning site. It's elearning.teachyourbusinesstofish. There's a lot of ways to find me out there. Facebook, uh, Facebook yeah. Live, you know, you can catch me there and everything there. Just reach out and connect and we'll talk to you. Yeah, Teach Your Business to Fish. So, okay, just wanted to get that in there kind of in the middle here. So um, what I... Uh, Compared to other other businesses that you know offer coaching services, there's a lot of them. Mm -hmm. you know? So, um, is that is that a competition? Are you so 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 different in the fact that you know you can actually conduct the handful of you know? So it's not just. I know this is kind of like a loaded question, but I mean you know the part that I got to experience right mm -hmm. was, was six entrepreneurs on the boats. You know, um, you know clients and a mix of mm -hmm. you know I met some of your clients for you know mm -hmm. for the first time. So is that just like a uh, a bonus of coaching with you, or you know, sure. or, or is a lot of what you uh, offer in the way of your coaching it, services? Is it is it is it uh, methods that are learned on the boat, or is it is it I mean, both? How both. do you blend it? How do you blend how, it? how do you both? Um, yeah. As I'm growing my company, I'm recruiting coaches to come work for me. You know, so I can use my systems and my processes and go there. I want to be I need to the, start filming Disruption Nation on the boat. I know. I, I want to be the I, dude that yeah. all I do is once a month go on a badass fishing trip somewhere where people are paying me to go. Yeah. And we go do that. That's my ultimate goal, you know, three to five years down the road. That's all I do. I'm not going to be the dude sitting with you every hour, you right. know, once a month talking. We're just going on a badass fishing trip and we're going to drink some whiskey, smoke some cigars, eat some cool food, and just have a good time somewhere cool. That's my ultimate life. But what you saw yesterday, what you saw when we went out is. I do it for a lot. I do it a couple of different ways. I, I had companies come to me and say, "Hey, Mike, we need to teach something." Um, I'm a. I don't know if you're familiar with John Maxwell, but I was one of the oh, first sure. John Maxwell certified coaches, um, you know, around. And so I teach something called real success on the boat to companies. And so it's. Was that in the beginning of the seven years when you got yeah, John Maxwell yeah, certified? Yeah. I've had a couple of friends that have been, yeah. uh, that so, have been through that. So John's got a John's got a thing called real success, and it's 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 relationships. Um, equipping attitude and leadership and so I had to change it so to real R-E-E-L so I changed it to relationships equipping ethical attitude I love it and, and leadership and we go teach on the boat and it, it's, it's kind of fun I got a couple I got um, two different classes that I teach One one's in Miami um, it's all about uh, communication so uh, when you, do you do that? 
Uh, whenever I, I'll start advertising. Different times of the year. Yeah, different times. I try, okay. Usually Miami, we try to go November, December, January. Sometimes sailfish are there, and the reason nice. we do it is. Um, caught a sailfish. I've got lots of sailfish. Yeah. Never caught a sailfish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, lots of sailfish. Not but yet. the Not reason yet. you do it there is, you've been, in, you, you probably, you've worked in companies, right? And there's, there's the guys at the bottom say, you know, we don't understand what, the, what leadership is looking at. And you know, Miami, they got all those nice sport boats with the big tuna towers, right? Mm -hmm. And so what we do is we take those guys that work in the trenches and put them in the tower and say, okay, when we fish in Miami, you fish with with kites. Okay, so these kites go out the back of the boat. We got eight or nine baits, ten baits sitting it's out there, and these sailfish come in. They're, they're swimming 60, 70 miles an hour. Yeah. And so what you got to do is you got to communicate That's from amazing. up there down to here what's going on like that. And as a CEO, you've got to see everything. When you're the guy in the, in the field turning the wrenches and doing it, you only see what's important to me right now. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. And so we got to be able to communicate what's going on. And so we, we get them an, an, an idea of how to communicate and how to do things. And it's also a lot of we, we, how to prepare for the day. How do we do it one time? Last time I took a group down there, we had this 17-year-old guy who was a first mate. And um, he worked for one of the top, the guys I fished with are you know, really good good guys. The guy I fished with down there is a guy named Ray Rocher. And Ray's one of the top guys. And this 17-year-old kid, he, I go, Ray, why do you got this kid? He goes, dude, he is up at four in the morning. He's here two hours before. He's got everything done. He's got hooks and swivels and all of his leaders tied for our trips for the next three months. Prepared. He's that far prepared out. He goes, we're never at a loss for anything. He goes, this kid's 17 and he figured out this. He goes, this kid is going to win tournaments and tournaments and tournaments. By the time he's 25, he's going to he's going to have these rich yeah. people wanting to hire him to run their boats. And it's just awesome. But you go bring out people in the boat and say, look at how prepared this 17-year-old is. He's right. prepared for two months out. A lot of my clients, when I get to them, they're not even, they're not even prepared for Tuesday. Yeah, and I it's, know. And it's Monday, it's Monday, it's Monday at 7 o'clock p.m. Right. And so, you know, we kind of go from there. And that's the kind of thing we need to look at. You know, I think it was, I was talking to you about an event I'm doing on the, um, September 18th. You know, it's, it's, it's setting the foundation for 2020. People don't realize... You know, we're, we're filming this on the, you know, we're, we're, we're doing this right now. It's, it's, where, can people, real quick, where can people get info for the September 18th event? Um, it's going to be on my Facebook, um, Facebook uh, Teacher Business to Fish on there the events go. page. But, Check it out. Okay. But, but what it is is it's not only we're in Q4. Q4 is two weeks away. But we've got a new year coming up, but it's also a new freaking decade. There's a lot of things happening. Who's prepared to go to the next decade? Yeah. And you know, what are we going to do is we're going to spend a, a, a day together and we're going to talk about what are the top five things I have to do in the next 90 days to get me prepared for the next decade. And, and how do we do that? How many people do that? The successful ones. True. Can we get a sneak peek? What, what are the top five? I'm, I know you're going to go deep on, in the, in the I, I, I don't know. It's all, it's, all, it's, all, it's all different. You know, it depends on the company because I've got some tools that I go into and I'll look at and, and we'll go through this is depending on where you are. Do we need revenue? Do we need new people? Yeah. How do we do it? But have you ever heard of uh, rocks and pebbles? Um, and you go set goals. I set them in what's oh, okay. called yeah, rocks yeah, and yeah. pebbles. Right, right, and so the yeah, rock is this, is, this is the thing I want to I make, but right. the pebbles are the little steps. Right. So people say, I want to do this. Okay, great. Well, I'm doing that event. I didn't say that I'm going to start doing this event this Thursday right. and say I'm going to do it next week. I started planning for it a month ago, and I had to go get a venue, and I had to look at... At, at putting together my presentation and I had to get a catering company and I had get this and this and this. Sure. There's, there's 15 things I have to do to get to that event to make it successful. And right. people don't look at their goals that way. I want to hit the goal. Okay, good. What are, what are the steps you have to do? Right. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to help them set those right goals for their company and then have them figure out the steps. I love that you can do that, and I think that that's, uh, that's brilliant. Any business, especially any coach, just that has the ability to uh, kind of look at it just – cater tailor right mm -hmm. to their specific needs depending on what their goals and, and, and which direction they're, they're going with that being said are there any common thread themes or strategies <clears throat> that you see that are kind of universally applicable that anybody can implement like now today like today just to, just to start right because yeah you know, you're talking about some deep stuff i appreciate it you know and, and there's a lot of stuff i know personally i need to go deeper on right but you know then again you know there's probably some parts that yeah you know, people I, I, are just like what I, I don't even know you dude. know it's like like you said I got this goal but I'm just I, I'll, I'll get you we, we 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 talked about it and I freaked you out when we went fishing and I pulled out a hot dog check and this I, out <laughs> and literally I, put a hot dog on a hook and dropped it over the boat and I'm over the front of the boat 
And he goes, what, I, the, what, what the hell? Did I miss the conversation before we got on the boat that this was going to happen during the fishing dogs. trip? So yeah, fishing with hot dogs. Okay, but, but what this is, is the number one thing. And I go to a lot of networking events, and I know UK, you know, a lot of your Tons, audience is yeah, realtors. Hundreds. And um, what I see is that a lot of new realtors, they come out there, and the very first question I ask them is, who's your client? And what do you think they say? Everybody looking to buy or sell a house. And I'm like, yeah. BS. It's not. You have not thought about this. And I go, what you're doing is you're fishing with <laughs> hot dogs. And they're like, what does that mean? You get it? You get it? And um, the story is, is when I was eight years old, I had a, a really interest in fishing. I started seeing some fishing shows on TV. It got me interested. Nobody in my family fished. Nobody. Okay, I lived in, you know, you know suburbs of Detroit. What? Nobody fished. So my mom and dad, we, we, we had a boat. We had, you know, they said, you know, hey, we're gonna, you've got this interest, we're gonna help you out. They, they bought me a fishing rod and they bought me some bobbers and hooks and sinkers. And- How old were you? Eight, seven, eight, seven, eight, right, right there, yeah. like our kids' age. Sure. And so we got this nice boat, and we're gonna go to the place called Metro Beach. And Metro Beach, my dad was a cop. We'd go there and stay the weekend, and my mom would drive the car there. And so we would stay on the boat all weekend, like camping. Yeah. And my dad would drive in and go to work. You know, we stay there oh. for four or five days in the summer. And we had time out. And so my mom, I get to go fishing. We're gonna be at the beach. And we're gonna be there. They got these docks and stuff. I need to go to the, get get some worms. And she looked at me and she goes, "Dude, you ain't bringing no freaking worms in my nice clean boat." Yeah, really. and I'm like, what am I gonna fish with? How am I supposed to make this happen, Mom? Like, and she goes, we got hot dogs. So, all right. So I started. You fishing. have Mom to thank for this. this is and, great. and so we started fishing with hot dogs. And I asked people, did I catch fish? And the answer was yes, I did. But what did I catch? I caught carp, and I caught catfish, and I caught bullheads, and I caught suckers. I remember I caught one bass, and I caught a couple of bluegills. All right. So what happens is when realtors, new realtors are going out there, they're going all over the map. They're not getting anything. They're getting a whole bunch of stuff nobody really wants. Sure. The good realtors don't want those people. You go take them because they're going to be a pain in the ass. They're going to waste my time. Yeah. You go take them. So we start fishing with hot dogs. Well, about 12 or 13, um, my, my grandparents took me up to a place called Ludington. And so if you're Michigan people, I grew up here and it's way up here. Um, it was on Lake Michigan. Okay. And I learned about salmon. We had salmon on the Great Lakes, and my, 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 my grandpa's friend, Herb Norquist, started teaching me about this, why we had salmon in the Great Lakes. And long, too long a story to go to here. But I'm like, man, I gotta do this. Yeah. And I started researching, and I go, you know, salmon, and I'm a fish biologist by trade. I actually have a, a master's degree in trout and salmon. But salmon actually live and feed between 57 and 68 degree water. And in Lake okay. Michigan, we talked about this earlier, it can be in four to 500 feet of water, but it's only gonna be in a small water column that's 60 to 90 feet, 60 to 90 feet down, and it's gonna be very nuts. thin. How do you do that? How, you, we of, use you, things you called downriggers, and we got stuff to put, put our bait right there. Right. And so what happens is, is when we're going out and we're looking for who we wanna service, we need to know exactly who they are. Because can I catch them with hot dogs? No, I'm not gonna catch a salmon with hot dogs. It's not gonna Don't happen. It. It's not gonna, it's work. Not gonna happen. Not I've gotta have work. the downrigger and I gotta have this spoon or I gotta have this and I gotta have this. You gotta have systems. And I gotta be right to where they gotta be and I gotta fish where they are. So yeah. when you're going out, the number one thing you need to do and no matter what your business is, is figure out who your damn client is. Exactly who it is. You know, you asked me earlier who mine is and is it a niche and mine's more of a financial range of a client. My, 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 my niche is that, that, that 500,000 to $10 million because as we talked before, you know, 500,000 to a hundred to a million dollars, they're still broke. They, they need help getting over that, that bubble. So you can't fish with hot dogs. You got to know exactly who your client is. If you're going to work on one thing, quit fishing with hot dogs, damn it. Yeah. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. Been in the real estate world for about a decade. And, you know, uh, and, and I hear people talk about it all the time, especially like some of the seasons agents, you know, when they're talking about newer agent or, or it could be somebody that's not even have, they don't have anything to do with real estate, but they're just talking to a realtor and this is mm -hmm. how they vet them and know that, you know, they're, um, they're fishing with hot dogs. You know, they're like, well, okay, what kind of, what, 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 you know, how do you serve the real estate community or what kind of real estate are you in? And there's like all of it, everything, everywhere, whatever, you know, and, and anyway, so yeah. it, it, it's it, funny is I had the, one of the there's best, there's so guys. many niches. There's so many of them. So one of the best like, guys I ever met, he was a retired shell executive. So he retired from shell and he got into uh, real estate. And I was, I was at a cigar event with him and I said, hey man, what do you do? And he goes, oh, I, I help expats that, that are coming to the United States find their first real, their first property. They're coming over. Dialed Boom. in. I, mean, I knew exactly what? who he went. You and know, it's who funny. does that? Who's gonna say that? That guy. The, that, that guy. But it's funny is the guy that introduced us, Philip Hammett, Philip at one time, was he, he was looking to work with real estate agents, and but he wanted to do some stuff with expats. 
and teach them about how taxes work on investments in the United States, introduce those two right together. It was very easy. I want expats, expats, boom. Because when people go, oh, I want referrals, how many real estate agents do you know? Yeah. I know that many that's, too. That, that's, yeah. And I need to know who, who are you and what do you want? Because it could be somebody different. I, I need to know exactly who to, who, who to introduce you to. True. You know, and, uh, and there's so much truth to that because, you know, as I'm uh, like, it's kind of like a round robin, like referral shot that I'll, I'll, I'll try to, you know, typically fire out when it comes to, uh, you know, realtors that ask me specifically for referrals. Right. But as I'm going through the course of life and business and communication and from meeting to meeting and, you know, I come across you, you're a realtor mm -hmm. and you tell me I'm looking for a referral and I'm looking for this person in this area and this is what I'm good at. And if you know anybody that needs this unique special thing, mm -hmm. which I think, you know, a lot of people think that they're being more service oriented by saying I can just help you out no matter what. Yep. I, got, I got you covered no matter yep. what. But, and then I'm like, huh. And then I'm going through, you know, I'm thinking about who the hell I can plug you in, in with. Yeah. And, and, then, and then all of a sudden, like, whereas if you just told me, send me some referrals, it's like, okay, that's kind of like, what the, how the, the less, hell do I the do less that? The less I have to think. Like, I got, I got this, this situation or this problem that I can solve if you got, and, and then and it, it blows me away. No way did I walk in, did I think that I knew someone that was looking for an agent because why would I not have already made the introduction mm -hmm. and then without, within a really good explanation of how they can help whoever, I got them, I got them hooked up by the end of the day. If, if you make your people not think, we don't want to think, we're humans. True. The one thing yeah. we don't do is think. Yeah, yeah. Tell me exactly what you want, and my head, my, my subconscious will bring it right out. Wow. You know, if I want somebody's looking to buy a house, you know, I'm going to tell you, you want to know how I know most of my friends are buying a house? I see a freaking real estate sign in their front yawn. Lawn. They don't tell me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we see it. Ooh, wow. I wish you would have told me. I know so and so. You know, but they don't. All right, so uh, signs and houses, marketing we touched on, but talk about that. Talk about advertising, marketing that you recommend mm -hmm. to other businesses that you do personally in your business. Where, uh, right. where do you sit? Well, let me go, let me go, let me, can, I, can I preface it first? The number one thing, especially if you're doing 500,000 to 5 million in work, the number one thing you probably don't wanna do first is marketing. I wanna look at my systems and processes. I wanna make sure that if I get a, a marketing campaign that works, I'm gonna be able to service my clients. Because what happens is most people do not have a marketing plan or a sales process that once that, that lead comes in. They don't, they, they don't have it. The number one thing you gotta do, and that's where I think I, I differ from other coaches, they, hey, let's go market, market, market. You go to my one website, it's about market, 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 but it's bullshit, that's not where I start. I start is, do you have systems and processes in place that if we actually market well, we're gonna be able to service them. So now we go, where do I go? Um, my number one lead generation is I do lunch and learns. I invite people out and I get to stand up in front of them and I get to talk. And guess what? When you're standing up in front of people, you're the expert and they're more likely to, to do things. The other thing I do is, you know, that's, that's why I started working with you, is I'm not a big fan, honestly, of magazine and paper stuff because so much of it's done poorly. But the reason I came and did business with you was it was, we're gonna, we, we're gonna make cool ads and we're gonna do this and this and this and we're gonna get out there, but it's, you know so many people and you're different than other Joe magazines and you're doing stuff. You're bringing your top people together and you want them to get to know each other. Because I wouldn't just go in and say, here, here, Taylor, here's a check and go put, it, go put an ad in the paper. I never, and I never pitched that. It, yeah. it, it, it's not, it's, 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 it's the community you have. That's what makes you different. You know, it's, it's, it's worth the money to get into the community and get there because I'm gonna tell you, I, I had a client come to me and he goes, hey Mike, I, I went to this, 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 new, uh, this new magazine that came out in Katy and I'm in it and it's, I, I do medical stuff and I came into it and look at my new ad and it's horrible, dude. It, it, it was just, it, it, was, it was like every other ad you see is horrible. I turned back three pages, I folded it over. It? Did you tell this bad? Or I, I, I went back, say, dude, no, no, I tell the truth, dude, but you okay, pay me good, for it. I went back three okay, pages, got it. pull it over, pull it, raise it over, here's this competition. I roll it over and look at it, I said, look at this. Here's your ad, here's your competition's ad. They're exactly the same and they both suck. You both spent a whole bunch of money on this yeah. and it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. One of my clients right now, um, they're, 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 a, they're a home inspection firm. And they went in and they hired this company that specializes in home inspection firms because they have this software that's tied to it. They can do the reports. And they said, we're gonna build you this template website. And it was all about them. It was all about me, 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 me. I'm like, dude, nobody cares that you're a veteran. 
Nobody cares that you're a Christian. No. Nobody cares yeah. that you're this and this. It's no, bullshit. No, no. It is. It's bullshit. And, and if you want to put that in your about me section on page seven? Great. But the thing was, we changed the headline is, you're about to make the most important financial decision of your life. Let us find the truth. And their company's called Guiding Light. And so it's like, let us be the guiding light to help you do it. And it was perfect. And yeah, the, the, the company, the web, the web developer company goes, oh, I can't you believe you're doing that. That's stupid. I'm like, dude, you need to hire me so we can go write better at websites for your, for your people. clients because you're giving them crap. Yeah. You know, and it, it, it is what it is. You know, people are like right now, I need a website, I need this. Dude, you, you do and things have changed. You know, we talked about what's changing, you know, what's going to change. Websites now are business cards. Unless you're selling a product, That's true. Yep. website's a business card. I, 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 as a client, I want to see a website because I want to know you're really in business. And that's it. But it's, it's funny is, you know, when you start looking at, you know, when I look at a lot of my clients, I got, I got a builder and I got this and I got, you know, the home inspection for, they're not going to purchase from you today. Okay. They're going to go find you and they're going to look at like how many other of you there are out there. And can you give me the right information? Right. And so when people are coming out and they're finding you right now electronically, one thing is you've got about 20 seconds to grab their attention. Yeah, I know. You know, we're swiping. That's how they date now, right? They swipe, 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 <laughs> click. But that's, yeah, that's how they're finding. True. That's how they're finding everything. Remember when people used to talk so much trash about dating websites? Yeah. And now it's just like they sit on the toilet. Which site? They sit which, on the toilet. Switch. Which, which which app? <laughs> which one? Like, it's, you know, like, it's just it's so it's crazy. But we we, we got to get there. You got twenty seconds to grab their attention. Okay, now you got it. The the funny thing is, is I don't want my client. I don't want people going to my client's website. I want my client. I want people going to a a landing page where I'm telling them exactly what they want to sign into a drip campaign that I'm going to give them information that's going to make them the time that's ready to make the decision that I'm the natural choice. Because what happens is if I send them to your website, they're going to go look for that one misspelled word because once they're, they're still six months out from buying and that now they're not looking for reasons to buy from you. They're looking for reasons not to buy from you. Say that again. They're not looking for reasons well, to yeah, buy yeah, from I know, you. But why? Why? Because or, or, because there's yeah, so much part? there's so much there's so much competition. Yeah. Okay. Why? Okay. But what's gonna what's gonna make him flip the switch again? To uh, uh, look a, a misspelled word. Buy? A misspelled uh, word. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your gotcha. grammar's wrong. I'm horrible, dude. You go read oh, my stuff. Yeah, I've butchered so many emails, and you know, I'm sorry. big. I'm big picture you, guy. I know you've got one, but you know, I, I'm big picture if you guy. You hang me out to dry for a missing e or. But they will. Wrong bunch. Yeah. They will. They will. You're right. And so I want to control what they see. I want to control exactly what they see. And, and that's where you got to get. And that's where I don't do the marketing. I, I got marketing companies that I say, look, these guys understand what I'm going to do. Here, go meet three of them. You tell me which one your personality is in. And we're going to hold them their feet to the fire. And, and they're going to get us the KPIs. And they're going to do what they need to do. Or we're going to fire them and go find somebody else that will. <laughs> <laughs> right. you know, I'm not in here to waste money. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big um, advocate of hire slow, fire fast. You know? Yeah, I, mean, no, I am too. So let's figure out exactly what we're going to do business with. Hire and blow. And then if they make screw it, work, it up, don't work. I'm sorry, I'm yeah. out. Because I got to do, when people hire me, if I don't help them make more money in 90 days, they're going to fire me. Because I'm not cheap. But if I'm making them money, guess what? They keep me around for a long time. Yeah, absolutely. So now, so uh, so the systems, is that kind of what we were talking about earlier? Like you'll, you'll tailor it to the business and you'll help them create and develop the system? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that, we'll that, help that, create. That, that's one of your niches for the businesses yep. between five hundred thousand and a million dollars in yep. income. Yep. You're like your systems aren't up to par. Let's help you. Let's help you get you. you know, even like uh, Philip, the one that introduced us, he, uh -huh. he he went to a different magazine. He did some stuff there, and I'm like, hey, dude, how's it going? No. I said, who's seen you? My mom, my dad. Good. They did they call you? You know, they knew they knew you. And he goes, now he goes, what do we do? And so we set him up to now what he's doing. He's, he's putting together lunch and learns. Let, let me get in front of people so people see me. Yeah. They're, they're gonna buy me. You know, he's, he's, he's a young kid. You know, I mean, kid, he's late 20, what's he, 27, 28, you know? You know, I'm 52, 50, oh, I'll be 54 this week. Crap, my man, I'm getting old. Uh, Happy early birthday. <laughs> Monday, <clears throat> so I'll be 54 Monday. But, you know, he's a silly kid, but he's, he's like, we're told to do these old things. You know, this works, this works. I know, and, and, and it's hard, it's so hard to, you know, differentiate and figure out which one to do, to, not to do, who to listen to, what, what's too old, what's dated, what's, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, so 
that's I think speed, like you're yeah. saying, is, is is very important. Like if it's not working in mm. ninety days, we got it. We, we we my my favorite is um people that go sell branding. It's like man, branding's nice. I mean, we're branding, we're doing the stuff, but you didn't do this day one. You've been in business for a while. You know, your 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 brand was you. You yeah. you are your you brand. are the business. Do not do not go out and spend three thousand dollars on a brand new branding campaign if you're brand new. Don't do it. <laughs> Get a logo, and you got to understand the difference between advertising, marketing, and branding. They're three different things. And you know, you're new. Depending on what you're in. Advertising is, I need people in my door today. Buy one, get one free, coupons. Get somebody to come in and do things. Yeah. Marketing is, hey, I'm gone. They remember me. Branding is, okay, I'm seeing it. Oh, that disruption agent, that's Taylor. You know, you're not Budweiser. You don't need Clyde. That's true. You don't, you know, you don't because, need Clyde. But, but they're all so closely related. It is very easy to, it, it to get, get them. But the people that sell branding. But, but you're right, you're the right. The people that sell branding and sell marketing are really good salespeople. And a lot of people, I see it, a lot of business owners get sold. And as a business coach, the number one frustration I see of small business owners is marketing. I spent a lot of money on this stuff and it didn't work. It sucks. And honestly, I'll speak to that because I mean, this is this is a lot my world. And um, they think it's a set it and forget it type of type of deal. Yep. You know, if what are you doing with it? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you got to. I mean, I I don't know. I'm just I'm passionate about it because mm-hmm. I mean I I, I feel like I, I got to practice what I preach mm-hmm. and. You, know, you got to use it, man. It's like a gym membership. It's like yeah. eating right. It's like yeah. doing anything. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, I'm just going to watch somebody else work out you, on a video tape, man. I'm going to, you know. But just, you, you just can't go in and attack. It, it, it can't be a tactic, you know. And, and that's what they get sold. They get sold a lot of tactics. And it, it's got to be a plan. You, you Like you said, going to the gym. Okay, if I just say I'm going to go into the gym and I'm just going to do bicep curls every day, I'm not going to look like Popeye, dude. I'm not, it, it doesn't, it's not going to, it's not going to get rid of my gut. Right. You know, I've got to eat right. I've got to do cardio. I've got to do this, and I got to do this. You got to do all those things. Yeah, I mean, you just got to work out. I mean, it's what you want. You yeah, know, people, you, people talk about what they want a lot of times, and then it's just real obvious, man. Yeah. I mean, you can tell by looking at at their car. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, are you put together? Are you taking care of yourself? Yeah, like, I mean, exactly. what, what, what are you doing? I mean, exactly, exactly. Um, so, all right. So, you want to talk about the hundred thousand dollar mistake? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Once you learn real quick. So, tell me if there's anything else that you wanted to hit on on that because you mentioned lunch and learn. Lunch and learn. All the time. I, I, I try to do um, one send to somebody to a website or something like that. And just stay on my uh, stay on my Facebook page. I announce them. I do them every um, three to four weeks. Teacher business. Teacher fish on uh, yeah. Teacher business fish on the Facebook page. I'll get them out there. Yeah. I, I tell you the one thing I do there is um, I go to a lot. I do them in a lot of banks. And people are like, why are you doing you, these at banks? You do it at the bank? At the bank. Are we talking about like Wells Fargo and Chase yeah, and Capital yeah, One and all that? You because, do, it to do it at the bank for bank people or sometimes, at the bank sometimes. for you're my, my, people into the bank? And both. the bank's like, bring them in because they, they want traffic. They want traffic. Banks right now, really? they, they build. How many have you done at banks? This summer, nine. Really? Yeah. Um, which branches? I mean, I just kind of I mean, guess, I just did one uh, last week over at People's Trust Credit Union over in Edo. They got this big facility, like five tables deep. They like two, nope. three people, fifteen. I, brought, I had tw- here's what gets me. I had twenty four sign up, twelve showed, and I bought twelve for twenty five. So guys, if you're signing up for this crap and you're not gonna go, let us know two days before you're not going, so we don't buy you food. Um, that is a nice thing to do. <laughs> RSVP pretty nice. If you vi- if you RSVP that you're going, let shout us out, know. Shout out to the RSVP people that you're you know, not email com- me and say you know I was I was I was in and now I'm out. Because I, 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 I got to buy now. you food. That and, happens. That's okay. And, and, and it is okay. My my son can eat a lot of pizza, but I can't bring him home three pizzas like you know twice a week. You know his mom will not be very happy about that. Right. You know. So you got to do that. So that that's my thing. That's how I like to. But but banks, like you said, they 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 have all these new facilities and all these big boardrooms and all this nice technology and nobody's using them. They want people in the bank. Yeah. They want people in the bank. And so they let you use their facilities for free. <laughs> There's a hot tip for you. I might need to look for an excuse to go do something at a bank at a now. Bank. Like, at I've a done bank. that before. You don't have to pay for that. You don't have to pay for that restaurant. Yeah, it's a lot of places. All right. How do you lose 100 grand? How do I lose 100 grand? It, it wasn't, it wasn't quite lose 100, 100, 100 grand. Is we, we went out. We $100,000 lo- mistake. We were looking to go buy another company. And okay. um, so we had the, the coaching company up. And um, one of my clients came to me and said, hey, there's this company that's for sale. They um, they do processes. They got a software, and we were looking to buy the uh, intellectual property and how the software worked. And we were looking to buy the the uh, uh, recurring revenue, so their existing contracts. They're out of Scotland, 
And so we, boom, here we go. We, we're like, man, this is gonna be a deal. We brought some people in, they evaluated it. They go, you're like, this is a really top-notch product. We've got this going, they got this going, and we're moving. And it's right before the oil downturn, 2011. And we start doing this. We start engaging with them about April. The downturn happened in October. So we're there, we think we've we, we got a couple um, joint venture guys that are coming in, offering us money, funding to buy them. And so we start getting into negotiations with them, you know, $30,000 in legal fees. We uh, doing this, doing this. 18 months later, so, you know, we probably spent about 60,000 in cash, but I'm gonna say probably another 40,000 in my time. We got to the point close to the end and we're doing our last bit of due diligence and we looked at their annual revenues dropped 50%. Just within from eighteen uh, months, yeah. Because well, Golly. there's two things, and one it was Holy because God. of the oil and gas downturn, and number two is they figured we're getting bought, we don't have to sell any shit anymore. And horrible decision by them. Horrible decision by and them. Then, and and our investors said, um, "We'll still allow you to buy them, but we're going to cut the offer price in half." And they were like, "Okay." And three months later, they lost another 20% of revenue. And Same our, our investors wow. came to us and said, we're going to buy you for 25% of the original price. And they were like, no. And we worked with them to bring together, bring to market a new version of the software. And they didn't finish it. And there was all this stuff they were supposed to do. Yeah. And so I learned, I, I, I jumped and we did a few things to fit quickly. Yeah, we, we, we did. We started hiring a we, we hired a marketing company to help us, you know, start planning on how to launch. And we we, we jumped a, a few things too quickly that probably cost us fifteen ten fifteen thousand dollars. So I already made That's the mistake. Stinging. It stung. It stung. Yeah. It, it still stings every once in a while. But got scars. You know, from and it. I, I do have scars from it. But the the thing Ouch. is, is I look at it as I had four mentors sitting on my on my you know, very smart people that, and we thought. Between the four of us, we really thought we were doing the right things at the right time. Yeah. And we didn't expect the company to just quit working. Yeah. We, we didn't expect them to quit working. Man. And so. That's a. That, that, that's a stinger, man. And it so. It is. But, if, 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 yeah, takeaway there is if you're in any kind of similar situation to that, you know, I mean, that, that, that needs to be in there, talked about, discussed on the other side. And like, hey, it could man, have, you know, it, we got. We, you got I look at it as 100 grand. It could have been two or 300,000. Honestly, it, it really could have. And I, I think my people that I was going to for advice, um, they, they, the they, let, they kept me from making bigger mistakes. And, um, good. you know, we had some stuff, you know, going out and getting funding's hard. And when you're looking to grow and do this stuff, it's, it's really hard. And most of us has never done it. And those guys are sharks, man, they're out there. We had one company, we were looking at one time about 1.5 million is what we were looking for in capital. And we were really to do a 60-40 split. We, we keep 60, they, they take 40. And they came to us and said, we'll give you 5 million and it's gonna be a 90-10. We get 90, you get 10. And I'm like, well, all right, when do I get to buy my other 50% back? And they go, never. And I'm like, wait a minute. So I'm gonna work. I, I, we actually had a business plan to take this to a $100 million company. That's crazy. And we said we could sell it. We thought we could sell it in five or six years. And I said, so I'm going to do all this work for five or six years, and you're going to make $90 million, I'm going to make ten. Yeah. They go, yes, what's the problem? And I'm like, and I, I, It's a doggy dog world, man. It's, uh, that's why they call them sharks, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we go back, and that's where it's at. You got, you got to look at those things. And, you know, I was talking to a couple last night. They're looking. They got a, they got a nice company that's going. They want to get to $100 million. They're like, we need money. And I'm like, look, you need to come in. You need to hire some people that are going to walk you through the process. And so you don't you don't become that shark bait, you know? Yeah. So so now you, you mentioned um, you know marketing companies. You also you help build the systems. Yeah. Right. That's yeah, that's, that's part, what that that company that, did. That's part. Of, okay. So we when, wrote when, when you're working process. on the systems with your clients, are you getting the marketing company to come in and actually like write scripts and stuff like that? Yeah. 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 We'll do that. But a lot of it is is operational. Um, the company that we did is one of my other companies called Corporate Memory Solutions. It's it's my parent company. It owns Teacher Business Efficient stuff like that. But we we put it out, and it was very important here in the in the oil and gas community here in Houston because the oil and gas community is getting older. You know they're retiring, and what they did is Bob's been working for Company A for 25 years. Bob retires. Nobody knows what the hell Bob did. 
something goes wrong and people run people around around and go what do you do what do you do? I don't know Bob took care of that who thinks about that I did yeah and um, but That's it was funny is you'd, you'd walk in we, we pitched to a uh, a law firm one day yeah. and it was it was a major law firm downtown you know 30th floor of the building you know on marble and what they wanted to do is they were looking to bring us in to introduce them to some of their clients and we showed them how our software worked and we showed them what we did and we got done and one of the um one of the um, partners was just looking. And I'm like, dude, what's up? And he goes, I'm scared. And I go, what are you scared about? And he goes, man, we get, we've got three legal secretaries. And between the three of them, they've got 100 years of experience in this company. And I looked him square in the eye and I said, what happens when one of them dies? And he goes, that's exactly what went through my head. Wow. And they that's never heavy. hired us. I would call him back every three months. I go, is anyone dead yet? And that was my call. And he's like, man, you know, the, 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 the oil and gas market went down. We can't afford to pay. I'm like, dude, we're, we're, we're $100,000 to come in and help you fix this problem. Yeah. What does it cost when that lady dies? And none of them have died yet. None of them are retired. But, you know, they're going to call us back the day one of them dies. And it's, it's kind of like life insurance. You can't go back. You know, you're dead. You got life insurance, right? You know, it can, happens. I do. And it's, it's that it's, – it's, Systems and processes are the life insurance of your company. You know, if, if you're running it and something happens to you and you still want it to go, you got to have things written down. It can't be in your head. Yeah. And I'll tell you, with these mom and pops that are below $2 million, how the company operates is in their head. And if we yeah. don't get it out, they're screwed. So true. Somebody gets in an accident and they're gone for three months, company's gone, bankrupt. Yeah. That is, um, I love all that because that, that is that is a huge, you know, focus, and, and that, that's that personally that's what I'm obsessed with right now. So, mm-hmm. um, all right, awesome. Um, I'll tell you what, we're gonna wrap wrap this up, but I got I got a couple questions before we get out of here. What was right. the uh, what was the last book you read? Myself. Ah, uh, favorite I went, book, man. It didn't have to be the last. Come book, on, right? my, my my favorite book is I don't know if you read it. To I'll your, try to catch them off guard. If you don't, if you don't read it, if you don't read it to your kids, is uh, Oh the Places You'll Go by Dr. Seuss. I think it's the best book on business and life ever. I love it. You got to read that to your kids every day. My kid, my, my son can memorize it. Uh, but I, I'm I'm back in the process of reading Think and Grow Rich again, probably for about the sixth or seventh time. That's awesome. And. Um, look, Favorite classic for sure. Have you ever read Secrets of the Millionaire of Mind? I have. T. Harv Eker. Yeah. No, yeah. Man, I took one I of his seminars. They, 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 I did too. They, um, I don't know. They all, I found I, a penny. I put them in the same bucket. Right? I found a penny the other day and I picked it up and I money went, magnet. I'm a money magnet. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. Right. right, right. <laughs> uh, favorite band, artist, music, genre? Um, I'm, I, I grew up in Detroit. So I'm a, I'm a born you know, rock and roll guy. Um, all, I, I'm going to see The Who here next week. Um, That's great. I grew up, I knew, I, I know Chad Smith from the Chili Peppers. He used to play in a band called Toby Red in Detroit. What? And we used to go hang out at after shows. And it freaked me out one day. It was like, I was in Oregon. And I, they were on a commercial. Remember, there's an old Delco commercial. And you just see a guy sitting in a car. And he was, uh, you saw the Beach Boys were out front. They turned it up. The yeah. Beach Boys played. During the Super Bowl one year, it was Toby Red. And it was like, I'm in Oregon. I'm like, holy crap. I'm in this I'm like, I know those guys. Yeah. And then the next week, it was announced that Chad Smith joined the Chili Peppers. That's great. It was kind of, it was hilarious. It was funny. So it was, I'm a rock and roll guy, too. Awesome. Favorite sports team? Uh, sports, University yeah. of Michigan football. Man, go blue. Nice. All right. Very cool. Uh, hobby, we'll fish. We go fishing. Se- secret, secret talent. Uh, secret talents. I, I was going to be a pro bowler at one time. That's that, cool. That was I was actually Didn't pretty good. Cool. I, I, I I bowled for Central Michigan. No way. And I, I played baseball cool. for Central for a little bit, and then I got hurt, and I wasn't turned out to be not that good. <laughs> Shit happens, man. All right, let's see here. Um, brand or product that you could not live without? Uh, I feel like I'm looking at one. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, what yeah. would we do without no, technology? No, this, this, uh, no, but, no, my Shimano reels, dude. I'm a, yeah. I'm a Shimano dude. I love it. So. Yep. Uh, yeah, and um, do you, you're a coach? Do you have a coach? Do you have a I do. Coach? I have three. You got three. Yeah, I've had, a, I've had three at a time. That's crazy, man. Yeah, it's 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 all about different things, you know. It's um, who's your coach? Give him a shout out. Uh, we got a guy Frank Mamulo right now. Frank's up in uh, Pittsburgh. Okay. Um, he's helping me kind of change my focus to the twenty to thirty million dollar 
clients. So he's, a, he's pretty good here. Let's go here. You can make a lot more money. You know, I love startups, but I love helping startups, but they ain't got no freaking money. <laughs> not gonna eat. Hey man, I got a, I got a lifestyle. You All know? Right, so you got Pittsburgh coach. Who else? Um, two others, right? Uh, two others. Um, I'm, I'm I'm part of two other grouping group uh, groups. One lady's Ann Carden. She's uh, she's uh, a lot of my mindset. She helps me. Ann she's Garden. Carden, C A R D E N. Yeah. She she's, no, no, none of my coaches are here. Uh, she? She's up in uh, Missouri. And then number three. Uh, number three. Uh, man, I'm not using her much anymore. She was my marketing coach, uh, Liz Pineda. She was out in um, Colorado. She was the one that got me looking at things a little bit different on how I do marketing and uh, looking at funnels a little bit more. Gotcha. So, yeah. Cool deal. And uh, best advice you ever got and who gave it to you? Uh, Don Matlock. Um, Don Matlock, he's up in uh, Missoula. I hope you're watching Don. I haven't seen him in forever. Um, he hired me. I was a young, arrogant, 28-year-old, you know, uh, hired me to run a, a big project in um, Oregon. Um, I used to be an environmental consultant, and my specialty was doing pipeline construction in environmentally sensitive areas, you know, having a trout biology, yeah. trout streams. And he had a big project that was going through Central Oregon, and he hired me. And... Um, it was funny as I really had a time in my, my late 20s, I had a very strong mom. And so I had a hard time dealing with strong women. It was, me and my mom were combative. I mean, we fought, we loved each other more than everything, but we fought it all happened. the time. All we had up all the time and, and that's how it was. And he helped me kind of look at that. And it's really funny, there was a time in my coaching career, probably 80% of my, my coaches were women. They were coming to me. I, I mean, I really changed my perspective and how I looked at it. And I, I don't think if he would have ever, if he wouldn't have pointed that out, I don't think I would have ever went and worked on it. Yeah. So it really, I had to look at how it was. Ever, it was. It was huge. And I love working with life. successful business. I love working with successful women. It's fun. They're, you know, they're, they're, they, 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 there's less ego working with successful women than there are with men. Yeah. And um, it's, yeah. it's it's easier. It's like I, I used to teach fly fishing. And it's way easier to teach a woman how to throw a fly rod than as a guy. That's fast. They listen. They listen. Guys, we want to muscle everything. Oh, you yeah. just tell women just uh, smooth yeah. and slow. I can get a woman to cast a fly, you know, 30 yards. That's beautiful. Like that. I love it. You know. Well, um, man, Michael, thank you so much. I Thanks appreciate you being on the show big time. So uh, wrapping up another edition, Disruption Nation. One more time, tell people how they can get a hold of you. Sure. You can get me a uh, phone. You want to call me? 713-201-5559. Michael at Teach Your Business to Fish is my email. A couple email or a couple websites, tyb2f.com and teachyourbusinesstofish.com. You can get me and uh, are we going to go catch some bull reds and take some people out here in a couple weeks? Yeah. I think so we need to do that. Re reach out reach out to us for sure. I'm, we're, we're going fishing again. We did. There's a couple people that reached out that uh, didn't make that trip and I know they expressed interest. So, uh, you know, you can message me. You can message him. We will be on a boat in the Gulf of Mexico catching fish with or without you. But it's a good time it's, it's and, uh, and, and, and there's a good group, you know. So, uh, entrepreneur's business and you like to fish and you, you, you blend it and I mean, I'm, that's a good day. I'm, I'm, I'm a happy guy as a result at the end of the so whole thing. So that old saying, man, good, good, good day's good, fishing good. better than bad. A bad day fishing is better than a good day at work, right? So why not just take the office and put it where it's already going to be good? good. You know, so beautiful. <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah, tune in Tuesdays two o'clock is when we drop Disruption Nation. We'll see you real soon. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be great. Awesome. <laughs>